Hey, good morning, Tim. Uh, what do we expect here? I was talking with Senator Kalsert about this, and he says, listen, he's hearing the same thing I am. This could take up to three weeks. He doesn't think it should take that long. Thinks it might. What's your read on this? Yeah, I'm, Tim, my, my joke on that has been that uh, I think they're just speaking it into existence. Um, I don't, uh, you know, not been through this process before. Uh, certainly won't prescribe to understand exactly uh, how long it might take or what the deliberations will be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been pretty consistent across the board, uh, that, uh, we're being told that it could take up to three weeks. Um, you know, we're, I don't think people, a lot of people realize this, even during a regular session, we have, we've, we virtually have no understanding or knowledge of what the schedule will be. It could change literally by the day. Um, makes it harder on the families, makes it harder to plan. I'm, I'm a bit of a planner, so that's uh, been a, an adjustment for me. Just as so my own, just my own edification long. here. Who sets this? I assume the speaker does, or, or someone in his. Who sets the schedule for you folks? Yeah. So in in this situation, Tim, I I, I don't know exactly if it's just it, you know just the speaker. I know that during a regular session, you know, the Senate and the House have to come to an agreement, and usually that's that's uh, negotiated between the leaders of of both chambers. Um, and that could be the you know majority leaders versus uh, the speaker and and obviously the LG, but um, you know in this situation uh, we you don't have to the Senate does not have to meet the same days that we meet, um, and I can see that that might be I can see where that there's potential to de- deviate from our standard procedures. There's possible days that we might meet that they don't. Um, because of the way the maps, are, you know, we're we're gonna the house is responsible for drawing theirs, and the senate's responsible for drawing theirs. There's kind of a, a handshake agreement on that. And we're not gonna mess with each other. Um, the only one that you know we'll have to come together on, obviously, is the congressional maps. Let's talk about again, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer with us as this redistricting session gets underway tomorrow. One of the things that is discussed and has been uh, for a good number of years now is returning Oconee County to a single House district. Uh, right now, is the multiple representatives. Uh, they're talking about pulling that district back together. That's been a goal for a lot of people for a long time. Anything, any mock maps that you're looking at that seem to suggest that might be possible? You know, Tim, I, I, I don't know. Um, and I actually enjoy being able to say that in this subject. I don't normally like the words I don't know. I, I like to be very educated on everything I, I do. Right now, I can tell you my, my goal in this whole thing has been whatever map they draw, I'm going to be, I'm going to represent it. I certainly, um, I live in Oconee County, and that's, you know, certainly appealing. Um, but just because I do, it is my home county. Um, but I don't know that that's realistic. I don't know if that will happen or not. Um, my, what I started to say was my goal in this whole thing is uh, 10 years from now, I don't want my name to be uh, being discussed um, in, in lore of stories, <laughs> you know, anybody trying to manipulate anything. Um, it's not, not what I set out to aspire to. So I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm really interested to get down there. In fact, uh, here in a few minutes, I'll take my son to school and, and drive on into Atlanta. We've got some meetings today. Um, I have not seen any maps. Uh, I suspect that, uh, we'll see those today so that, you know, we have some sort of an idea of what we're, we're dealing with, you know, when we start tomorrow, I, I could be wrong about that as well. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see when we get down there. But uh, it's going to be a long couple of weeks. It's never, uh, never great to be away from home that long, 
especially when you're getting into the holidays. So just looking forward to get down there and getting back. Yeah, what, if anything, do you know, by the way, State Representative Marcus Weedower here? I, I know the most recent legislative session, the regularly scheduled session, you folks were still dealing with some coronavirus mitigation measures. What are you being told, if anything, about what this one might look like? So this one's going to look similar um, similar to before, although the, the majority of us will be back in the main chamber. You know, when we were split up in three different rooms, it really made it hard to, you know, effectively debate legislation, let alone just even voting. Um, so we will be back in the same chamber. There will be some people that are up in the gallery um, that have, you know, chose to take a, a larger separation from the from the group. We are going to be tested twice a week. Um, you know, it's we will and, and we will all be masked on the floor. So, you know, taking the precautions that we got to take to make sure everybody's comfortable. Um, you know, I think we've we've debated a lot about what the right things to do are through this whole pandemic. And I think that, uh, you know, being respectful of everybody's uh, personal decisions is important, but also taking care of everybody around you, making sure every, every, we can stay in session. We have an outbreak. We're all going to get sent home, so it's not what any of us want either. All right, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer. Again, this special session on redistricting starting tomorrow could take some say uh, up to or close to Thanksgiving. You'll come home December away, and then right after the first of the year, right after New Year's, right back over to Atlanta for the start of the regular session. Uh, some weeks away, but but what's on the radar there? What's on your agenda personally, and what do you think you might be called upon to deal with when you get there? Well, you know, Tim, I think I've said this to you before. Uh, the best piece of advice i gotten is if you do this job right, you'll leave the Capitol an expert in something that you didn't know anything about when you got down there. <laughs> and, um, you know, one of the things that has been uh, uh, laid at my feet that I've picked up the torch with is, is foster care reform. Um, it's something I'm passionate about. Um, we've got a great community of that here locally. Um, in fact, I had a, a work session with about 10 people nationwide, uh, from Arizona all the way here to discuss, you know, different things that are going on in the country with, with foster care reform. Um, really looking forward to continuing to move that ball forward. Um, you know, there, you never know what the big, the big elephant in the room will be when we get down there. Um, you know, we'll have to take up local maps as well. So that's going to still be, you know, on the radar. Um, but, you know, we are also uh, blessed with a robust economy and we're going to have to get in there and uh, figure out what we're going to do with the, these dollars and and get them get them back out and these some of these some of these programs and um, departments that haven't uh, been funded as well in the last couple of years. Yeah, I've talked about that at the local level. You folks dealing with some of that at the state level as well. Uh, it, it, suddenly now, all these years of squeezing every nickel and, and trying to make budgets work, it's somewhat easier because of the influx of federal dollars, the money they keep printing up there in D.C. Now you're having to figure out ways to spend money. Yeah, and the and the biggest thing there, Tim, is is you know you want to make sure that you're not adding something into a budget that you know we'll just say people get accustomed to and expect to see year after year. You certainly want to fund the the appropriate things. Um, I think you can probably see some one-time expenditures, um, you know, maybe some capital projects, what have you, with roads and bridges. Um, you know, things like that that we need to get taken care of that while we have these funds that it would be, you know, fiscally wise to go ahead and knock them out, um, but not to increase the budget where we're looking to have to spend that money year after year after year. Um, we don't want to build the, you know, 
once you build the machine, you got to keep feeding it. So you know you, you want to keep that uh, keep that in check and make sure that we're not going nuts with spending dollars just because you have it. Yeah. Well, uh, last question. Let's go on this one, State Rep. Marcus Weed. Our most important question: uh, Braves going to close this thing out tonight? Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, it makes me so nervous that we're all, you know, everybody in Georgia understands the pain, especially Georgia Georgia football fans. We're uh, we're all biting our nails still right now, but uh, I got confidence they're going to close it out. And I don't know if it'll be tonight, but I think they're going to get it done. And um, before I go, I hope you join me in wishing uh, Governor Brian Kemp a happy birthday today. Oh, I didn't know that. He'll be on Fox later this morning. Uh, Marcus Weedauer, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Have a great day.